and we are late because we're black. Church, I'm Jesse Peterson. Thank you for being with me. You can get involved by going to our YouTube live chat line and I can take your questions and comments. I do appreciate that. Um, we are late starting today because we're black. And they call it CP time. And when you're black, there's no certain time to get there. As a matter of fact, when I was growing up, you had to lie to the blacks. If the meeting started at 11 a.m., you tell them 10.30. Isn't that right? Isn't that right? I have a witness right here, so you know I'm not lying. Is that true? That's correct. Isn't that something? You tell them 10.30, and then they'll be there at 11. (laughs) Uh, What else? Oh, good morning, everybody here again. How y'all? So let me tell you something. I brought a jacket to wear, and it's so hot. And so I decided not to wear it. That's why I don't have one on. And the reason I wore the jeans was because I was going to wear a jacket. Otherwise, I would have on a pair of blue slacks. That's what's going on in my life. (laughs) (laughs) So um, anybody having, welcome to all of you. You have any questions or comments before I get rolling? Uh, I see some new people here. Any questions or comments? No? Everybody doing fine? All right, I'm going to have a question in a minute here. Everybody say yes, all is well, right? Okay. Um, The one thing that I want to do is to encourage you to stay on. When you wake up, you know, seek and you shall find. And when you find, do not stop seeking. Because what I've noticed is that a lot of people, when they find what they're looking for, they get comfortable, they stop seeking, and they have a fallback, and it's hard to return. Um, once you wake up and you start this straight and narrow path, which is hard for most people to find, uh, it's so amazing what's going to happen to you. Uh, it really, your mind cannot conceive what's going to happen in your life when you wake up. And that's why I don't want you to turn around. Once you wake up, stay, stay with the prayer, stay paying attention to yourself. And just let go and become a human being, and it becomes amazing. It really, really does. And I try to explain it sometimes, but words cannot express who you really are, what life should be for you, and will become. And all your old ways of thinking and the old ways of seeing things are all lies, and you're going to be amazed at all lies. I was thinking just this morning... You know, we are celebrating White History Month. Did y'all know that? <laughs> Who did not know about this? Oh, the two, three. You didn't know about it? And you didn't know about it? No. Would you lie has been deemed White History Month? White People Month. White People Month. And doesn't July feel white? <laughs> <laughs> Let's think about it. It's fresh. It's in the middle of nowhere. It's 4th of July, it's vacation in time, it's takeoff work. Does it feel white? Or is it just me? It feels white? No? 
Even when I was a kid, I thought July was an excellent time of the year because of the 4th of July. You see people, you know, waving flags and celebrating. You don't have to go to work. You're on vacation. It just felt right. And so and the reason I started White History Month is because it's white people are being treated so unfairly. It, they are being treated so unfairly. It's ridiculous. It's evil. And most of them have lost the courage to stand up and fight back. The men are afraid. The women are trying a little bit, but they're afraid. And they're afraid because of one word, and that word is racism. That's all. And then if they are called racist, they lose their jobs, they lose their careers, and they are afraid of that. That means more to them than what is right. And as a result, they are being taken over. And I used to resent white people after I moved to L.A., not while growing up in Alabama on the plantation. I started listening to this lie about racism because I had that anger at the time. And so I was in a fallen state. And everyone who has anger are in a fallen state and you believe into lies and you don't know it until you wake up. But I believed into that lie that white people were my enemy and that they were holding me back because of my color. And I totally believed that. I started saying that. But once I woke up, I realized I had been lied to. And we've been lied to by so many things. Uh, this so-called issue between the blacks and the whites and others, it's a false issue. It's a non-issue. It's an illusion. White people are having the same problem and issues that every other race are having. They, they want to be married, want to have a family, want to have a job, want to get along with everybody, leave me alone, you know, and that's the same thing other races are going through too, but they think white people got something special going on, and it's a lie, just a lie, and my concern now is that what happened in South Africa, what happened here, is that um, after a while the people of color will take over, POCs. Who know what POCs are? Oh, good. People of color. And the people of color hate the whites. And when they take over the government, as they have done in South Africa, they're going to slaughter the whites. They really are. And that's what they're doing to the white farmers and others in South Africa. And the false hatred of white people, if we allow these people to take over America, we're going to have the same issue here. Unfortunately, there's nowhere else to go. We, somehow or another, whites, I don't know what they're going to do. If they don't wake up right now, I've been saying for 20 something years, white people need to wake up because you are hated and you've been taught by you've been other people of color uh, have been taught to hate you. There was a woman from uh, the from uh, the Congos or somewhere climbed the uh, Statue of Liberty. Did you see that and on, on the 4th of July? This woman is a horrible, evil woman. And black as the ace of space. If it was up to me, I would have, had I gone up on that statue to get her, I would have pretended that she slipped out of my hands. <laughs> right, right over the end of the thing, right? And just let her fall to the ground and kill herself. How do you come to a country from another country that is corrupt and evil? They slaughter children over there, cut off their limbs, rape women, and all that kind of stuff. And this woman is in our country protesting against us. How do you do something like that? And she had the black power sign. I would have, if I didn't drop her off the ledge, 
I had another great idea. <laughs> I would have put her in one of those uh, war planes that travel really fast. Like, if we need to go to right right now, we could be there in an hour. I would have done that and, sh- and took her back over to Congo and just opened that bottom door of the plane and left, shot her out right back on her ground where she came from. That's how we have to do these people. We can no longer let these people come in and just take over the country and be nasty. It's like, that's why I don't let family members come and stay more than two weeks at my, weeks at my house. Because after the second week, they start to take over. They don't wash the dishes. They run your telephone bill up. They eat up all your food. And then when you get home from work, they're sitting there looking at you like you're crazy. So you have to get rid of them. Otherwise, they take over. But white people are under attack. Have anybody else seen this or is it just me? Only the colored people see it. Do the whites here see it? You see it. You see it. Do you see that happening to white people? Take the mic right there. No. You don't see it happening? White people not hate it? I don't know. You don't know? Do you see it happening? Yeah, I do. You do? A little bit. A little bit? It's like really happening. And then the unfortunate thing is, white people are not making babies. And so in 20-something, they're going to be the minorities. It's over. I just want to clarify. I don't see it in my own life, like day to day. I don't. I'm not confronted with it. Well, actually, I am. You I express are. a political or a uh, my point of view. Then I then I then I get the backlash. Yeah. Um, and are you afraid? Are you afraid to speak up? Um, no, it's more just. I know it's going to be confrontation. And do you mind that? Sometimes no. Sometimes I, 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 I want to get into it. You want to? Yeah. Right Because it's hard to be silent all the time. Yes. And just, uh, it feels like you're lying when you're silent. Yes. It's a lie. So. And so you speak up. How do you feel about confrontation? You, you don't like confrontations most no, of the time? I don't mind just having a discussion, but it usually when someone else has an opinion, um, or people usually go with opinion rather than the facts, so it's hard to have a discussion when someone already has an opinion made up. Right. You know. And that's why you're not supposed to have a discussion with a crazy person. Right. You just put the truth out there and let them deal with it. Exactly. Don't argue with it's like it's like arguing with people who know the Bible. Have you ever met one of those people who know the Bible and you're trying to have a conversation and instead of having the conversation they just quote the Bible? You're like, Well, it's, you cannot sin if you're a Christian. And instead of them, like, communicating about that, well, First John chapter 8, verse 3 says this. So I'm like, well, what do you think about it? Well, uh, Luke, I'm like, <laughs> I had a guy call my show, nice guy, and he would try to have a conversation about the Bible, about these things. And he, every time I asked him a question, he'd just run to the Bible and just quote scriptures like 2 plus 2 is 4 to everything. And so I'm like, you got to go. Goodbye. But I want you to learn to appreciate confrontation. You need it. Okay. And, um, and you need it because without it, you can't grow. You can't grow without it, and you don't know your relationship with God without it. Mm. That makes sense? Yes. And so, are you married? No. Uh, are you dating? Open to it. 
open to it. So you're not doing anything I'm not, right I'm now. Not, I'm, I'm single at the moment. Yeah, and the reason I bring that up because a lot of guys don't know how to have confrontations with their the woman that they're dating or mar- engaged to or married, right? Yeah. And they need to learn how to do that because how else will you become a man or a woman of God if you run away from confrontations? Right. That makes sense? Yes, it does. I love confrontation. <laughs> I know. I watch you. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> because what, what happened was is that God took my anger away. Mm-hmm. And so when he took that away, he took away all fear. No fear. No doubt. So I don't feel it when it's happening inside of me or in my mind. It's like it's happening out there and I'm looking at a movie and I'm just a part of an event that's happening. That makes sense? Yes, it does. But beforehand, I had issues. With, I couldn't do the confrontation thing, especially with women. Because women will wear you down when you're weak. Have you noticed that? Absolutely. They never stop. You're like, okay, I had enough. Uh-uh. I want blood. <laughs> okay. Okay, kill me. But, uh, but, and so, but if you don't have that anger, it's not happening to you. Mm-hmm. It's just a situation. Right. It's so amazing. Yes. That makes sense? Yes, it does. Have you overcome your anger? Working on it. Have you overcome your anger? No. Oh, thank you. And why not? I just became aware of it not too long ago when I discovered um, discovered you on YouTube and I started a couple months ago. Yeah. And I've been aware of it and watching myself. Um, I think it's a process. Um, it's a process? To get rid of the anger? Yeah, why do you think that? If it was easy, I would just let it go. Um, why do you all, think it's a process? Um, just to unravel. It's, I think it's just very deep. Maybe it's been a way of life also, right. like memory or just a reaction. Amazing. And how did you become angry? Um, my, my, upper, my father, primarily. Your father made you angry? Yes. He caused you to become angry? Yes. Is this your first time here? Second. Second time here? What did your father do to make you angry? He was... Uh, Not uh, well-tempered. Meaning what? Just, uh, angry himself. Very angry himself. And he would take it out he on you? He had no patience. Yeah. And, um, and so have, why, you have, why haven't you gone to forgive him? You know about it for two months. You've been knowing about it for two months. Why put it off? Why not just... I, I did two weeks. Uh, Father's Day, I showed up at his house. So, yeah. so what I, I showed up at his house on Father's Day. And what happened? Um, and it felt really good. I, I, I would not have shown up at his house. And it felt great to let it go. Did you tell him? I just said, Happy Father's Day. Uh, I didn't say, you mean as far as I forgive you? Yeah. Um, no, I did not. Why not? I don't, I don't think he would have known what I was talking about. Coward. Okay. You are a beta. Are you beta? No. Definitely You're not. You're not beta? No. So then why do you do with your father then? Um, so I would forgive him and, and he would say, what are you talking about? You don't know that. Okay. Isn't that right? I don't know that. You're right. So why are you letting the devil make you think that way? Then? Why are you going with the lies? Are you afraid to confront him? No. Then you should have taken advantage. You listened to your father, the devil. Okay. You had the perfect opportunity to forgive your father. 
And you know that however he acts, that's on him. It has nothing to do with you. Right. Because God will forgive you. He doesn't have to admit to anything. Right. And you can go free. Okay. You got to stand up, man. All right. Isn't that right? Yes, absolutely. And you're a white man. <laughs> we need white power. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Women are not going to like you if you don't stand up. Women hate weak men. It's true. Why you look at her? Just wanted to see her reaction. Uh, are you dating her? No, she's a friend of mine. Oh, is it true that women hate weak men? Um, yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> women hate weak men. So you have to go back and forgive your father. Okay. And don't think in your mind that it's a process. All right. That's Satan setting you up right there. The moment I forgave, everything changed. It wasn't a process. It changed right. It was just taken away from me. The moment I forgave. Okay. I'll do it. Yeah. And um, you've heard me say that every thought is a lie, right? Yes. So why are you still believing them? How do you decipher which thoughts are lies and which every? thoughts are the truth? What does every mean? <laughs> every one. Then what do you go by if, it's, if, every, if, it's all, if every thought is a lie? Revelation. Okay. Because what happens is... When you doubt every thought, then you become aware of the voice of God, which is a voiceless voice. It's common sense that's constantly being revealed to you okay. without words. All right. So you automatically go to that because you have to believe in one or the other. Right. So when you doubt the lie, you will believe the truth. Okay. And you knew this as a kid, but when you became angry, you forgot. Right. That makes sense? Yes, it does. And so you got, have you forgiven your mother already? Yes, I have. You went to her? Well, um, she passed away five years ago. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Thank you. And how were you able to forgive her? I, I don't, I don't have, I never really had any anger towards my mother. Okay. Uh, She's a, a perfect woman? No. She didn't get on your nerves at times? Not really. No. You didn't wish she would go away? Just go no, away for I, I, now. I was, I, was, I was living with my father. Oh, good. Okay. Well, your father, if what you're telling me is true, and I believe you, your father's a woman. The anger of a man is that of a woman, so he's a beta female. He was raised more by his mother. Yeah, and he can't help himself. Yeah. All right? Okay. So go and forgive him so you can be free, man. Okay. And just like that, you'll be free, and everything would change. I was so weak and pathetic when I had that anger, I was afraid of women. You ever been afraid of a woman? Yeah? He said yes. How about you? No. Well, I mean, yes, to be honest, sometimes yes. Yeah, be yeah. honest. Right. Every beta male is afraid of women. All right. And you couldn't help it because you have your father's identity, which is the mother's identity. But once you let that go, you're going to treat everybody the same. You're going to treat everybody with perfect love, even your enemy. Isn't that amazing? Yes, it is. Yeah. So do that and let me know how it goes. I will. Any other questions for me? No. no. Thank you. All right. Uh-huh. That was fun. Yeah. It's so easy to be free. And then you see that there's no such thing as racism, sexism, homophobism, Islamophobism. No isms. It's just right or wrong, good or evil. It really is straight up that. Nothing else. We've been lied to. I was thinking this morning that I know women and men who have jobs. And if the woman get pregnant, she can take off work for months and get paid. 
and they call it family leave or something. Maternity leave. Maternity leave. It, so what? Right. I have a friend who is off work because his wife had a baby. I told him, you are more than a beta man. You are a straight up sissy. I wouldn't even take that if my job offered it to me. And plus, it doesn't make sense to pay somebody to take all work to have a baby. And that's not logical. You have regular sick time, you have regular vacation time, and whatever else. But you don't pay people to take off work to have a baby. Am I, anybody disagree with that? You disagree? Oh, good. Oh, I love it. Why do you disagree? Well, just before you said how white people aren't having babies, right? right. And they need to have babies. But I'm not going to pay them to have a baby. But that's, that's not you paying. That's the work paying. But if I own the company. Okay, then don't pay. And you think I should pay them, right? Oh, you have to buy that. Okay. But like, for example, one of our friends, they're a very successful white couple. And when I first met them, uh, when they invited us over to their house, they had three pets. They had uh, two cats and one dog, or two dogs and one cat. And, you know, she was afraid I was going to say something, but I still said something. I said, you guys need to have kids. It was the first time I met them. They were shocked. I was like, you guys have pets. Right. You think it's taking the place? So you guys need to have kids. Uh, I don't know if it worked or not, but a year later, they had a baby. It worked. <laughs> they, just, like, they just needed to be told. But, but the thing is, now they're saying... <laughs> they didn't saying, know they had gotten married to make a baby. Exactly. They were married, what, 10 years? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Beautiful couple, smart, they're conservative, all that, but... Um, now they don't want to have any more kids because they're saying kids are expensive and this and that. <laughs> they have this whole plan how they're going to spend like $100,000 a year on the baby. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's, but it's, it's, some it's, people think like that. But so why do people, you think that jobs, a company should pay a woman to have a baby? Because those people that are brainwashed and like you say, they listen to the devil. They think they can't have a baby because... They can't miss work. They can't do this, which is all a lie. Yeah, but you have regular sick time and stuff. All comp- I think they, most they companies. don't think like that. Oh, well, we got to wake they, them up. They are, they are lost. Go ahead. Hold up for the mic there. Uh, I'm sorry, what'd you say? Like, how can you think you can have a baby and then just use 10 days of sick time per year? Right. And then just go back to work? Good question. Isn't that like an excellent question? And you want to respond first to that question. Go ahead. Uh huh. <laughs> I will. I will. Um, I'm not sure what I, I, I. It's 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 a complicated situation. I think if somebody's working for a company, to have a baby. How do they exactly? Well, they did it before, I guess, somehow, with their own family, their own means. So I have, shouldn't depend upon the company, I have a I family member. She and her husband but had 15 or 16 kids, maybe 17 or 18, and the company didn't pay for it. You know what I mean? I understand. Yeah. So, sort of where do you draw the line, then, on these? That's a good that's question. All right. This young lady want to respond and hear and hear, and then I'll respond. So if a woman 
you think a company should pay a woman to have a baby and let her be off work for months? I wouldn't say months, but this uh, I wouldn't say months, but what I think is that sometimes when people have babies a little louder for me? I says I think when sometimes people have babies they don't think about the cost and everything like that. And if you work somewhere and you're not going to be off, you need to think about it because now women are in the workforce. So, ergo, they're going to get pregnant, married. However, they're going to get pregnant. So there's got to be some way that they can save time or something. Right. Because she's right, 10 days probably, you know, like you don't want to, you know, walk it in there after 10 days of, you know, this event happening to you. So there has to be some kind of way that they work it out. However, people have to plan for that. You know, we don't plan, you know, like we don't plan for stuff. It's just like, here's a baby, and it's like, oh, what are we going to do? Oh, my goodness. It should be like, okay, I know we want to have kids. Let's save money. Let's do this. Let's do that. And then that way you're I am totally prepared. loving this because I know why you think that way. <laughs> I really do. This is going to be mind-blowing. Um, but, then, but then if you're married, you know, you can have kids. So it's kind of, you know, but I just think sometimes a little bit more preparation maybe. Okay. Yes. Can I just add to that real quick? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. So I don't necessarily agree with the policy, but I understand why companies do it. Because we're in this age where companies are trying to bring women on board. And if you're a company and you don't have that policy, you know, you're going to get attacked as anti-female company. Do you think companies should pay women to have babies? I think women should stay home and be housewives. Oh, okay. All right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> what do you got to say now, Missy? <laughs> I don't think you have to be a housewife, but, like, mothers are very important in this world. They are? No? Yes. And, and why? You need, you need that time to bond with your baby when you have a baby right. in order for that kid to grow a healthy kid, a healthy woman, and a healthy man. So... I don't understand why you are saying that. I'm coming to you at the mic in a minute. Why what, should you get paid? What do you mean? But you have to leave why as a mother. Oh, hold on for the mic. Where's so my guy? So how are you gonna supposed to Everybody raise your you, uh, kid? The husband. Yeah, the husband how? Makes the money. The husband? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the whole thing. Is you, you should have a husband. You should be financially dependent on your husband while you're taking care. You're holding it down at home. That's the answer. So what if the husband cannot afford then? Then don't make the baby. Th- yeah, then, then, he, then he's, not, he's not a suitable husband. Right. Suitable husband. As Michael Jackson said, if you can't take care of the baby, don't make the baby. But if women... That's not the point. The yes, point, it is the, the point. The point is that you said that a company should not... In- it's like you're saying that a company should not encourage a woman to become a mother. And I, and no, I I'm think saying that's that the company not- should not pay for it. You know, just have regular sit days, like for men and like for everyone, right? And so if you need to take off, you have... But this have, is how you encourage people to have families. No. No, you make it easier. No. What and we, then you are wondering why people, they don't get married no, or no, you we may, don't have a family. You know, but, a So if a, if a man and woman are married, yes. and let's say the woman, for whatever reason, is working because they have no children... They, uh, they meet my friend, and he said, no more pets, made babies. The woman make a baby. They get pregnant, and the woman is having this baby. The woman can take off, and her husband will take care of her. The company won't pay for that. Does that make more sense? No. That doesn't make sense? Why not? 
That's how they did it in the good old days when boys were boys and men were men and women were women and girls were girls. The woman got married when they had a baby. She stayed home. The man went out and provided. That's the right way to do it. Speaking to that. We don't live in that world anymore. But we need to recreate that world because the world we're living in is destroying everything. That's the natural order. We've strayed from it and we have suffering consequences. Yeah. That makes sense? No. Speaking to the mic. So I'm not from here. Where are you from? I'm from Romania. So oh. in Romania, when a woman has a child, she is paid um, to stay home for almost two years. Wow. But See, that's in the we first year, 75% and then 50%. But uh, I have to tell you, the kids in Romania, they grow up more healthier than what I've seen that's here. Not true. Uh, yeah. How do you know? You didn't even been there. Not true. Well, you're saying that kids growing up today instead of kids growing up you have my years. Oh, yeah. Oh. You can have this one. But listen, <laughs> isn't it better to be married and have the babies the right way? And so if the woman get pregnant, she can then stay home and her husband take care of her? Yes, but not everyone can afford that. So then why don't you should have not the baby. Incur- Don't no. get pregnant. A woman can take off maybe up to a year, and I think it's normal for the company to pay her. No, she can take off the rest of her life if she has a husband. <laughs> if she has a husband that can afford that, to sustain that whole household on his own, but not everyone affords that. Believe me, every husband can afford it. All they have to do is cut back. That's all they have to do, make sacrifices. Human beings today don't want to make sacrifices. Make sacrifices, they did it in the good old days. And that way worked. This other way, as Chris said, just not work. And it's not working, and everybody quiet about it, too afraid to speak up about it, even the children of God. Somebody got to tell the truth to this stuff because it's leading to destruction. We can, just because women are doing it doesn't make it right. We can't allow this to, to continue. Yes. Thank you for saying that. I, I, you know why I think the way I do, but you're right. You know, having a baby is a personal choice. Yes. And the company has nothing to do with this. So that's why... If you think of it as a personal choice, then you prepare to not have that income coming in. You save your money. And if people kind of, if we all kind of said, this is my personal choice, and we prepared for it and took accountability and responsibility for it, then, yes, society would be better. It would. Because you wouldn't That's be like being on, on welfare. Yeah. I'm paying somebody else to have a baby. That's the same as welfare. And then they want me to pay them for three or four, I don't know how many months it is, but in, in Romania, you said two years, right? Yeah, after two years. Amazing. You're going to get your job back. Remind me not to move to Romania. European countries are that way. And look what's happening. Oh, I'm sorry. Repeat that. Uh, I said most European countries, they, they are like that. They have, um, I know England has a year and a half policy take off from work and and that goes for men and women so it's really three years if you think about it because then the men can take a year and a half after I'll keep that. my wife pregnant if I believe in that <laughs> every time she looking around she'll be pregnant and I'll be all work why go to work you can make money just making babies 
It's just like the welfare. Are you in support of that? Um, I think that if, I mean, I'm in support with um, the, you know, women raising the kids and, and, and all no, that. No, that's not what I asked. Um, about, about the policy, um, well, I don't know. I'm kind of like divided. I, I think if, if you do have a man and it is the right way, but unfortunately, yeah, if you are married and you have a husband and I think that's okay. I mean, people have done it. Of course you can do it. Um, and the men can support the woman. I don't, I don't think, I mean, having a baby is really a huge cost. The baby is being breastfed. So it's not like you're really spending crazy amounts so of money. So you're not for that, right? Uh, but sadly, we live in a world where, you know, there's a lot of single women having kids. And I know that that's, that's not the order. That's not for me to pay for. Yeah, I, I get your point. But the whole idea behind that law was to encourage women to have a family because we were having the same issues that we're having today. But, but we are not supposed to be paying women to have babies out of wedlock. But it's happening. That's, if I, the I, government I is paying you, for it too. Right, All those women go there for welfare. If we stop paying for it, it'll stop happening. <laughs> Won't it stop? Then we'll be like, uh uh-uh, uh, I ain't have no baby. I ain't got no husband. It'll stop. And so the children of God, have, we can't keep going along with the lie. They're going to kill us. Isn't that right? It, you. You are right, but like I said, I mean, no, but no, but <laughs> you can't just that's a law that I don't think it's going to be changed, not even by our current administration because the people just, don't have the nerve to do it, right? No one will go for that. Isn't that amazing? Do you think we should change it? Um, I think it could be tested. I'm always all about testing laws and should seeing we change what happens. Um, I wouldn't be against that. Should we change it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't be against. Leave it alone. <laughs> be like, say yes or no. <laughs> Should we change it? I said yes. Oh, okay. Uh, and you did we, did we ever come to you? No. Oh, right here. I, and then I would ask <laughs> the young lady over here. Uh, yeah, I just like to add that you know I think all this st- stems from the women in the workforce when we put women in the workforce there was a time when we didn't do that and it was a lot easier for men to earn a full paycheck and support a full household right and now it's not like that because we have so much convolution with and you know and, and i think if you listen to people like jordan peterson and all that you understand very quickly that it, we're not ready for this we're just people just aren't ready for it ready for what to to mix things like this to women in the workforce and i don't think we'll ever be ready for it because they're like he was saying there is a natural order, right? And when we stray from that, that's what we get, and we get a bunch of people who have to now sit here and talk about how we have to find ourselves again. This is—it's really—it's concerning because it wastes a lot of people's time. Amazing. Um, yes, Mark. That's Travis, and Travis works for us now, and he does the uh, Hollywood update every Tuesday. So. Making the intro faster. He talks a lot too. <laughs> In the staff meeting, we really have to shut him down. I'm like, hey, man, be quiet. 
And I noticed that the young people we bring in, they cannot shut up. They're brilliant, though, very talented, but just all over the place. <laughs> yes, Mark? I think uh, a big problem is, because uh, I agree with the young lady from Romania that being a mother is very important, but a big problem is that a housewife is looked at as demeaning. It's insulting to women to, to not work, to not provide, to depend on their husband. That's an insulting... But that's uh, their problem. I understand that. I don't want to pay is, for the insults. Why wouldn't it be... Any, why is it any different? You know what I mean? Like, the woman essentially wants to feel good about herself. I'm providing. I'm contributing. I'm still working. I don't need you. Right? They, they, they're, they're, like, already divorced. They're already independent. You know what I mean? It's not a family. Why would it be any different if it's like the man is like, you know, stepping out on his wife? It's like, I need to feel good about myself. You know what I mean? Just because we're married doesn't mean, <laughs> I mean, people don't want to actually do this is why what is completely natural to do. That's why we got to turn this around, folks. It's not leading to anything good. It's really not. It's leading to destruction. Uh, let me take this young lady then. Did I ever come to you, Chris? Uh, no, yeah, you did. I think... Uh, Oh, okay. Go ahead. Do you? What do you think about that law? Where we have to? I mean, just sitting here, it's, I've never thought of the question before, but it, it brings up that these are things. As women, I think the reason why we're so reluctant to answer the question is we need to unlearn these things that we're being yes. taught. These are these lies that have been pushed to us, and now we just have to acknowledge that we need to unlearn. Absolutely. What we're, what we're being told. We've been so brainwashed. I mean, there's so many things I'm realizing I used to think was right. Right. Was absolutely wrong. And when you come out of that thinking, you're like, how did I ever believe that mm. that was right? Right. It's so insane. Um, you, you're right. We've got to unlearn all these lies and things that we have gone along with. And a lot of Christians are going along with these things. Because they can't, they're, they're, in a, they're in a fallen state. They can't really, and I was there too, they can't see what's happening. Right. And then when you start speaking the truth about these things, be willing to deal with the children of the lie. They're going to get angry. That's fine. They're supposed to get angry. Their father is a liar. And we stay calm, stay honest, don't resent, and just tell the truth. And things will start to change. That makes sense? Mm -hmm. So now when you're out there, you think and you hear your friends and other ladies saying, oh, I love the fact I can take off a year and have a baby. They're going to pay me. Are you going to be able to speak up about that? Yeah, um, I think when you say it at like a face value, everyone's going to be or women are going to take that as like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, but <laughs> when you have a conversation about it and get more in depth about it, then I think the understanding can happen. Yes. And if they don't understand it, that's on them too. You right. just tell the truth, but don't overreact. And they'll have to think about it. They'll think, some would think about it. And then they'll say, oh yeah, that makes sense. I hadn't thought of it that way. Right. And so don't be afraid to tell the truth. That makes sense? No? I made a baby. That's right. <laughs> you made a baby. Yes, sir. It's kind of late now, but... I'm sorry? Uh, it's a little bit late now because everybody kind of made the point, but I was just saying, Mark made a good point, is that women want to be married, but at the same time, they still want their independence. So they're like not even fully in the relationship or dependent on anything. They're kind of just 
still want that independence. So it's like he said, they're not even really together. Like mm-hmm. all it takes is one, one or a few things to for them to go crazy. But my main point is the main point I was trying to make was if what you were saying, which you already covered it, but if we, the more we allow it to happen, the more we're accepting it. But that's what just keeps happening is like we we're okay with it, and once we accept it and make the law, now now we're creating new communities of things that shouldn't even exist. Right. It's like sin. Sin is like a slippery slope, right? You're tempted to eat the ice cream. And you're like, nah, I don't want to eat it. Not good for me. And then your father said, nah, just take a little bit. <laughs> you remember the professional said that one spoonful won't hurt. <laughs> and you're like, nah, I know I'm going to react to it. My body's going to blow up right away. And your father said, nah, your body's not going to blow up with one spoonful. <laughs> and so you say, all right, I'll go and just take a soup, uh, one spoonful. So you get the ice cream, and you take one spoonful, and it's so good. Because when you first taste sin, sin tastes good. Have you noticed that? And then you say, oh, I'm not going to do it again. I did it. I'm never going to do that again, right? And one, two days, maybe two days go by, and your father says, remember how good that ice cream tastes the other day? Get two spoonfuls. <laughs> you went and worked out this morning. It's no big deal. And you're like, yeah, daddy, that's right. And then you get two. Next thing you know, you're eating a gallon of ice cream a week, and you're fat as a pig. And you're like, how did that happen? Because you really don't see it happening. You don't see that you're sliding into darkness, right, and, and going out of control. Sin doesn't just hit you, and you see, oh, I've sinned. It makes you feel good for a while. And then right at near destruction, you realize, oh, my God, what have I done? Have you noticed that? That's what's happening now in our country. It's happening slowly, one thing after another one, and they convince us that it's fine, and they make up cutesy words to make us accept it. And if we don't accept that particular word, they change it to another word. They don't want to call it illegal aliens. They want to call it immigrants. Immigrants, then if you say no, illegal alien, why are you calling an illegal alien? Because I want to remind people what it is. (laughs) Because you forget illegal, and after a while you go, oh yeah, that's fine. Or they say, mother and children. What about the children? And you're like, yeah, what about the children? And you forget that this mother intentionally brought the child. And she knew what she was doing prior to coming. And so you're like, oh, yeah, let them in. And one thing leads to another. We cannot afford to be controlled by words. We have to go with what is right, not what we think and not what we feel. What is right. And you're not going to know that until you come out of, out of that fallen state. And everything will wake up to you, I'm telling you. It will wake up. You will have great courage because fear will be gone. Um, and it will just start to open up for you. It really will. What do you think about this? I'm glad to see you, man. Yeah, thanks. What do you think about how, how are things going for you? Uh, some things are good. Some, you know, uh, not so good. What's That's not so why good? I showed up. Um, for me, <clears throat> my issue is uh, relationships. Yeah. And what's wrong with the relationship? Oh, Cheryl, I got to ask you a question about a man that would marry a woman that want to be independent. Don't forget. Go ahead. 
What, what's going on with the relationship? Um, social media, I guess. What do you it's mean? It's pretty scandalous. You got Instagram, Facebook. Hold yeah, hold it a little closer. They can't hear. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, and stuff like that. You know, um, I recently deleted everything because I'm just I'm sick of it. You know. Yeah. Um, but I think it it has power over a lot of. It does. Yeah, a lot of people. It really does. It's amazing how people walk around like this now. Just into it. I mean, and their phone. My producer? He can't sleep without his phone. <laughs> everywhere. Every time we go, you know, like everywhere, he's just in that phone. I'm like, man, put your phone down. Take a break. And so, but how does that relate to relationships concerning you? Well, um, <clears throat> like I said earlier, it's kind of, there's a lot of scandalous things that go on because. Um, my ex-girlfriend um, she had a lot of friends who were guys and I know how, I know how guys are and um, I know that leads to a lot of things going on behind my back with your girlfriend? yeah you think she's cheating on you? well we broke up and it's been a process that this, this has been going on for two years more than two years probably and um yeah, I'm finally, I'm just sick of it, you know. And, You're um, sick of what? Um, the disrespect. This is your first time here? Yeah. What's your name? John. John? Mm-hmm. How did you hear about it, John? Online, YouTube. Oh, right on. Welcome. And so you're tired of the disrespect? Yeah. She's disrespecting you? Well, yeah, you know, um, because I know, I know she has nothing to worry about with me. I know I'm an honest dude. I don't even talk to females. I don't have any female friends right. on my social media. Um, and I feel like I don't deserve it. You know. You don't deserve it? Yeah. Are you weak with her? No. Are you a nice guy? I mean, I'm, I try to be a gentleman. Are you a nice guy? Yeah. Weak. <laughs> Beta. <laughs> That's why she's doing it to you. Well, if you're, if you're a dick to everybody, then you're not going to have any friends around. So what now? If, <laughs> what did you say? I say you can't be an alpha male, I guess, in every second of every day, or else you won't have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> What's more important, having friends or well, being a I, man? I really don't have too many friends. Right, so <laughs> you don't have any as a beta male. You might as well be an alpha male. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so you've been dating this woman for two years. And you're separated right now, and if because of social media, and you think she's cheating on you, she's disrespecting you, right? No, we have been broken up for a while. Oh, you have been? And um, there's just a lot of things that, uh, because she just joined the Navy uh, a few months ago, and I, I was in the Marine Corps. Um, anyway, that doesn't matter, but um, there, there's always been guys in the background who, when we did break up... Um, it was so easy for her to go to them. Oh, I see. And that happened again recently. Right. And I know, I know that there's so many guys that are getting at her. She's a very, very popular, likable person. She is. Yeah. Oh. Why don't you just dump her and go I ahead? I did. I did. You know. And are you having uh, love, love pains and all that from it? Yeah. I understand. Yeah, the blues. I heard you talk about the blues the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting by the dock of the bay. Yeah. Um. 
the problem is you and not her. Yeah. She has her problems, of course, but because you're weak, because you're not a man, there's nothing there to make her want to really be with you. Women want men. They want men who love what's right with all their heart, soul, and might, along with nothing else. Right. You don't need the woman. She needs you. You need Christ. Right. And if you love Christ, then the love of God will come through Christ through you to her. But you're trying to get her love. And because you're trying to get her love, if she doesn't have love to give, you're trying to make her give you something that she doesn't have. Right. And that is causing a lot of problems. Yeah. And so you have created a mama and son relationship. And so if I were you, I would let her go, take the pain, and learn from it. Yeah. Because all you're going to do is get into the same relationship. Because you have not forgiven your mother, every woman you get involved with is just like your mother. You're attracted to what you hate. And so the only way you're going to get past that, you're going to have to forgive your mother so God can take her identity away from you. And then you can be a man and, and your, your natural nature will draw women unto you. The right woman will come. You won't have to look for them or anything. Then you could be able to date them, wait until marriage before sex, and develop a relationship that would last until death do your part. But as long as you have that woman identity, you're just going to catch hell. Right. Well, um, I don't think I have that hate towards my mom. You forgave her? No. You don't have any animosity toward her at all? No. She was perfect? Uh, she, I couldn't see how she could do anything better. Really? Mm-hmm. And so she never got on your nerve or she didn't spoil you or anything? The only thing that I guess I, I could have um, hoped for a little bit more was for her to stand up uh, for me toward my dad. But um, she doesn't. And that's I understand. Yeah. Um, well, forgive her for that. But um, I don't think it was wrong. For her not to stand up for you? Right. Because I, I, I didn't grow up as you know, such a good person. You did not? No. Why not? Uh, I feel like a lot of people today, just growing up, being raised by um, the streets, social media. Yeah. Was it your fault that you, you didn't grow up a good guy? No. Who fault was it? Um, my dad, I guess. It was your parents, both fault. Because had they been good people, see, kids uh, grow up the way the parents are. Not what they say. Uh, Chris and I had a discussion about this. It's not what you say, it's who you are. And if you're not a man or a woman with perfect love, you have anger, you're going to destroy your children. Because that's all you have to give. Angry people don't have love, and they compensate. By doing other things, taking you on a trip or buying you things. And they think that's love, but it's not solving the spirit, the problem that you have spiritually at all. It just spoils you. It makes you want material things, but you're still growing up without love. And if you don't have that love, you become like your parents, and then you go out and get in trouble, and they blame you for it. But it's really their fault because they were not a living example so you could see the right way to go. And it's not what they say, it's who they are. Their spirit is whichever God that they serve. And most parents do not serve God. Satan is their father. That's what threw you off track. Um, well, I, that's not exactly my uh, scenario, my right. case. Um, when I was probably about seven, my dad, he became really religious. and uh, He became religious? Yeah. A little louder for me? Yeah, he became 
very involved with church. Right. And so uh, that led to him being gone all the time. Yeah. And um, it's still it's, it's as bad as the person that is yelling at you. Because your father should not have gone to church and left you at home. Right. He is the church. He needed to be there for his family and be that example. Some of the worst, worst parents are Christian parents. But how do you deal all with, in the name of Jesus. How do you deal with being a man and going to work every day and providing for your family at the same time? Good question. First of all, you got to love what's right, right? So when you do get married and have children... When you get home from work, you need to communicate with your children. How did things go today? How did your mother treat you? Was she impatient with you? What happened? And that way the kids will have you there to protect you from the mother. Protect them from the mother. That's what a father's for. Uh, and, and so by them having that relationship with you, knowing that they can tell you what's happening in the home, that keeps them from falling into that anger. Because they have the love of the father. And what's missing in families now for boys and girls is the love of a father. They can't see the right way to go. And it's difficult for mothers to raise children on their own. It's not in her nature. It's in the nature of the father to raise the children. And so when he leaves home like that and leaves it to the wife, she doesn't have it. So she ends up screwing up everything. Turn your kids against you. Make you, you know, make them angry. And then you wonder, what happened to my kids? I was at work. I have a friend. Let me see how much I can say about this. I know someone. <laughs> I know a whole lot of folks who got married, went to work, really provided well for the family. His wife never had to work. And now all the kids are adults doing very well and they hate him. And he didn't know that that was happening. He found out that she has turned all the children against him. And they think he's the bad guy. He was working overtime, undertime, around time. And his children hate him. That, because he didn't keep up with what was happening when he got home. He didn't ask, how did your mother treat you today? He let that happen. And he wasn't aware because most, how many men are going to think, you know, I'm at work. My wife is at home screwing up my kids. I, I need to check on it. But fathers got to start checking on the kids. The trauma happens in the home, not when they go out in the street. And the street picks up where the trauma happened in the home. That makes sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. And so why don't you go and forgive your father? Well, um, I, was, I was still planning on it since uh, these last couple of weeks. You know, I've been listening to you a little bit more. Um, my family lives in Washington State. Oh, okay. Um, I, I want to make a trip up there this summer. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to. Um, so I might have to do it over the phone. Yeah. No, it's best to face her. So I should wait. You have a job? I do. Yeah, take a... This is White History Month. <laughs> <laughs> take a vacation. Take a few days. This is so important, man. Um, take a weekend or something. Go up there. It doesn't take but a minute. And Washington State is not that far away. It's so important. Your life depends on this. And that way, everything would change, and you'll start living. Yeah. You really, and you can love your parents. You would love your parents in the right way now, once you forgive them. You're not obligated to love them. You don't feel guilty. They can't control you. You know, mama can't call you up and say, oh, we're having a birthday, and we want you here. And you really don't want to go, right? But because it's mama, you're going to go anyway. 
you have control of your own life and you can do what's right every moment of your life. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, you got to go and forgive her, man, and let that woman go. Oh, yeah. Don't even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so we have some really great music. Marvin Gaye is really good when you're going through that. <laughs> uh, Sam Cooke. What are the sad songs we have? What? Otis Redding. Otis Redding. You heard of them? I've heard of them. Yeah. yeah. So just let yourself play those music and cry, get past it, three days of crying, and be done with it. All right? I'm glad you... Any other question for me? Uh, no, sir. Yeah. Did this help? Yes. Are you doing the silent prayer? Uh, no, I haven't. And why not? Man? I don't know. Um, I guess I... I have no reason not to. I've been avoiding it. Yeah. Look, you got to get ser- This is so serious, but yet so simple. You got to work on your own life because you're an adult now. No one else can do anything about it. It's in your hands. And you definitely want it because if you did not want it, you would not have paid attention to what I was saying. You would have rejected it. Right. So you're looking for what is right. Do the prayer and everything will start to get better. Your whole world will change. Thank you. Yeah, don't let your father the devil talk you out of it. And forgive your father. He couldn't help himself. And your mother. All right? That makes sense? Uh, Yes, it does. All right. I'm glad you you came, man. That's amazing. Any other questions or anything? Chris, you having fun? Yeah. Um, You don't have to talk about what happened in the men's meeting. We had a major men's forum this past Thursday night. But was it helpful at all? Yeah, tremendously. Yeah. Thursday night in what way? It, it really sharpened the focus on what, you know, some well, the problems in, in my own family, like what, yeah. what I can rectify. It, you know, it was kind of like I knew there was something. It was kind of blurry, but the meeting helped me, like, sharpen that focus and kind of target more so things I need to target. Yes. I like you, Chris. You got a good personality. You. And you look like a skinhead. Uh, yeah, well, because my hair started thinning <laughs> well, on top. All right, people. Does it look like an alt right? Yeah, I'm, I'm larping as a pagan. I got the thing all here. Yeah, but you're a good man. Thank you. You really are. Um, <laughs> what's my question for you? And then I go to this real fast. We started a little late, so I got a little. Tired. Oh, what should a man marry a woman that wants to be independent? No. Hey, why not? Uh, because when you, okay, if you do it the right way, if you marry somebody, you are, it's, it's like you say, it's God over Christ, Christ over man, and then man over woman, and then women over the kids. Right. So you can't be independent because you're kind of like giving that up to, to, the, to your husband kind of sort of. And plus, being a woman is independent. Just being a wife, being a woman, and loving it, and not fighting with the man, trying to be in competition. But see, like she said, I think women need to unlearn what they've learned. Cause right. That's not what the society tells you is independence. Yeah. And then, too, the men have to also, if they want to marry, if they want to get married and have kids, they have to start to prepare to, to you know, like be financially responsible well, you know, all become, that stuff because you, you're going to have this woman depending on you. and I know, but once they become children. a man, everything falls in place. Well, okay, and, then that's okay. Yeah, it all happens naturally. Then you're, then you're good. But I'm just uh, saying that they need to start becoming men then and prepping. That's for what that. we're working on. Right. 
Absolutely. Um, what's the name of your, your website again? Uh, my channel's Blackest Talks. Yeah. Man, it's good to see you. Good to see you. Uh, tell the folks again your, your, your channel. Uh, it's Fleckus Talks. It's at Fleckus on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, F-L-E-C-C-A-S. A smart, brave. How old are you? 28. Smart, brave, young man. He's not afraid. What do you think about all what you hear today? I like it. I mean, I went to the men's forum, the, not the last one, the one before that. Yeah. And it, yeah, it really opened my eyes to a lot of stuff that's going on that we're kind of ignoring and pretending it's normal and okay. Then they take, you know, step by step, inch yeah. by inch. And then you look back and you're like, wait, what happened to our culture or society? Absolutely. We got to stop it before it's too late. We really do. And it's going to take men and women of God to do it. Really. And I don't mean preachy men, men who just read the Bible and quote the scriptures. That's nothing. That's all. When you quote the scriptures to the children of the lie, they're like, okay, fine. Nice. It has no meaning. But when it comes from the heart, and the truth is written in our heart, that's when it has meaning. That's where the power is. In our hearts, not in some book. I respect the Bible, I read the Bible, but it's in our hearts. You must be born again. Anything you want to say or ask me? Um, no. I think okay. everyone, everyone pretty much covered it. I'm glad to see you, man. Really glad to be here. Is this here. your first time here? Uh, second. Uh, any questions for me or anything? Uh, no, I mean, just... Uh, just uh, reflecting on everything, um, I've been on a roller coaster for the past like three weeks since I've been here. It's been great, you know. Um, and, and what's the roller coaster? Uh, well, I just noticed that um, the minute I forgave my mother, and um, I just noticed that complete change in myself. And then that just kind of was contagious to <clears throat> to my girlfriend and my kids, and you know. And right they're on. like, how can we, what do, you know, they know that I'm going through a process and they're like, well, how can we help and how can we support? I said, you're good. You know, like. They ask you that? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, said, you don't need this. I say, no, you're good. This is, yeah. you know, this is, this is my thing. You know, because I know right. as long as I'm changing, it's just. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, and it's been happening that way. So. My son hated me when I was in that father state because his mother had turned him against me and I was weak, was a beta male. And so he has just turned away from me. And years went by, and once I overcame that anger, and I apologized to him for not being there and whatever else, and he was still angry for a long time. He would curse at me and all kind of stuff, but I didn't care. And he hated everything I loved. He hated L.A. If I liked cafe mocha, he hated all of a sudden. <laughs> if I, he loved like candy yams and stuff like that, but if I said I love it, he hated it. But I didn't overreact. I understood. And now God has returned him to me, and I can't get rid of him. I really can't. He get on my nerves now. He want to FaceTime. He want to Skype. He want me to come visit him. He want me to play with his kids. And I never imagined that it would happen that way. And I'm saying that because I want you to know that once you come out of that father's state and return to the father, your life will be restored. It really will. And it will be as though you never went through any of the hell that you've gone through for men and women. It would be as though you don't have a past. But as long as you stay in that fallen state with anger, it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. Last one. Go ahead, Jay. Okay, so I don't know how to say his name, but he says, thank you for the show. Question regarding judgment. 
when is something a judgment and when is it not a judgment, but just telling it as it is? That's a good question. Where to draw the line between, where is the line drawn between the two? When is something a judgment, right? Joel, he knew I could tell him. Times that I'm thinking, like I hope he comes to me. A little louder, so they can hear. There's so many times that I'm like, I hope he comes to me because I have an opinion about it. I'll have one. (laughs) You cannot rely on the brother. (laughs) Yes, Mark. Um, A judgment, I guess, in the bad sense, is a lie. It can't be true, and it has. Anger. But when is it a judgment, though? When you look at a situation that is wrong and deal with it without the judgment? What you refer to as discernment, um, you deal with what's in front of you appropriately, yeah. sometimes firmly, sometimes gently. You deal with it appropriately, and it will be revealed to you. And like you said, it's like you're just watching a movie. You're not like, and then you said this and this and that. That's obviously judgment. And there's a spirit of anger behind it. Yes. I want this young man to add to it. Then I add it, and we are, we're done. Oh, is this your first time here? Yes. Yes, it is. What's your name? Uh, my name is Matt. Hey, Matt. Nice How to meet are you? you? Good, thank you. And you found us on YouTube, too? Yeah. I'm glad you came, man. Thanks. When is it not a judgment, right, James? Yeah, where do you draw the line between the two? Okay. Well, I think... I, I've just been getting into the Word more recently, the last few months. What Word? In the Bible. Oh. And, uh, in the beginning, that was the Word. The Word was God. The one, God yeah. was the Word. But even in the Bible, it tells us, you know, we should judge for certain things in society. So I right. think what, what you're doing and what you're promoting, like, I think it's good even if people are, like, jumping down your, your back about things. So you think God wants you to judge others? I think... Um, Kind of like what you were saying about we need to judge what we think is right. So, like, if someone's stepping out of line or, or hurting someone or doing something malicious, then yeah. we, should, we should judge. Um, let me tell you what's going to happen. When you overcome the spirit of anger, when it's taken away from you, because that spirit belongs to your father, the devil, and the devil judges everything. He hates everything. And the reason he judges so that he can keep you overreacting to keep you in the hell that you're in, right? But once you overcome that spirit, when I say overcome it, taken away from you, where it's not even there, it's impossible to judge. You discern what Mark was talking about, and discernment is judgment, but without the anger. You don't have a personal feeling about it. You see that it's wrong, you speak up about it, but you're not personally affected by it. All right, that's what discernment is. But it's impossible to do that when you have the spirit of anger, you need the spirit of perfect love in order to function that way. But I judge no one. And I used to judge all the time because I was in that fallen state. I had no love. And now that I have God's love, it's impossible to judge. You deal with it. You speak up about it. You fight back. But you just don't hate it. You don't have a personal opinion. And that's discernment, what Mark was mentioned. But you can't do it until you overcome your father's nature. Or that resentment. That makes sense? Yeah. And that's what controls you. Do you have a question for me? Is your first time here? Yeah, well, I just want to say um, yeah, I really enjoy your, your videos and the radio show and through listening to you, I was able to forgive my mom 
for a lot of what I yeah she was she was pretty bad a single mom and everything yeah um, and I was angry for like so many years and that that really like held me back yes so you went to her I, I just I gave her a phone call just to like I just like what you were saying I said I I forgive you for everything and then I just I just apologize for my anger for being angry towards her but um, yeah what did she say she she just said she accepted my forgiveness but. You know, she's not going to acknowledge. Yeah. I tell her the truth, but things that happen, and I guess I don't know if it's right to like rehash old wounds like that. But I, I bring things up, and she just denies like yeah. it ever happened. Um, and does she live out of town or something? She she lives um, just maybe like an hour or so away from here. Why you need to go to her and face her? I, yeah, that, I should probably do that too. Are you afraid to? I used to be more afraid. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody and their mama are afraid to go to their mothers. One day I called my show this week and I asked, well, are you afraid to face your mother? And he said, yes. He said something like he would rather, what did he say, Gerald? He would rather. I don't remember. I don't know. I think you're talking about a different guy, but one guy said he's completely terrified. Yeah. <laughs> Men and women are afraid to go to their mothers. And so they come up with excuses. Oh, I forgave her in my mind. Or oh, I write a letter. Or oh, I make a phone call. But God said, go to them and forgive them. They're not afraid to face their fathers. Ask my, once in a while you hear, but all the time I hear they're, face, they're afraid to face their mothers. And the reason they're afraid because she is the one that took their courage away from them. She made them resent her. And whomever caused you to become angry, they control you. And you become afraid to stand up because you're taking on their identity. And so your father, the devil, say, well, oh, you're going to hurt her feelings. But when in reality, you're really afraid to go and do it. But once you go do it, that'll be the last time you ever have to shake in your boots. You would never have fear again. And it doesn't matter if she apologized or not. You forgive her. God will forgive you. It's set up that way. But you got to face that fear and then once you do that, it's taken away from you. That's what it's going to take. That's why I say, if at all possible, go to the mother and forgive her. Don't make a phone call. Go there so you can get your courage back. You're going to be shaking. Did you deal with your mother yet? Uh huh. Yes, I did. You went to her? Ooh. No wonder we had a mild earthquake. <laughs> and so what happened? Um, I froze like in the first couple words. I actually forgot why I was talking to her. Um, <laughs> so I froze uh, for a minute. She's just looking at me like, is everything okay? Um, but yeah, I, I, um, I told her I held resentment towards her and I didn't know. Um, but that was exposed and through telling the truth. And I told her I forgave her and... Um, I just want to let it go and, and be free. And, yeah. um, of course, she didn't <laughs> She didn't think uh, she needed to be forgiven. Of course, God doesn't need forgiveness. <laughs> yeah, she felt like she, I mean, I could tell where she was coming from, but I didn't push the point because, you know, in her own time, I think she will, she yeah. will see that. Um, I've noticed a, a difference in our relationship now, too. Of course. Um, she's like she more respectful. She's still the same, but you're changing. Yeah. Because now you're becoming your own self. Nice. Now you got to move out. <laughs> I'm working on it. 
because she's not going to give up. Satan does not want to lose his children. So, you need me to help you find a place? Um, I'm not, like, uh, financially where I want to be to live on my own yet. Okay. So. Well, continue to speak up. Do the prayer. Speak up so that while you're there, she doesn't draw you back in. Because she's coming after you. Mark my word. She's going to bake a cake, whatever it takes. <laughs> Make some ribs. <laughs> but you got to stay free. All right. So Jarvis, I mean not Jarvis. Uh, yeah. Travis, last yeah. word I saw your hand. Yeah, I just, I think it's really important that what you're doing is so important because the thing is that back in, you know, in the 1940s, we had a lot of men who were courageous. We yeah. had so many courageous. We had so many strong, stoic men. Men who could just handle things yes. and just move on and let things go through them and not get caught up on them. And today we have so many weak men that it's, it's the most concerning part is that if something was to happen like another actual Hitler was to arise, we have no one to fight him. We have no one who Hitler's would actually... already here. Exactly. But, Believe me. But the idea is that... Remember Obama? The reason why... He, exactly. And the reason why that, there, that it's happening is because we don't have anyone talking against evil. And yes. when, when there was true evil in the world in the 40s and we had, we had to fight an actual world war over it, yeah. there were so many strong men who went and did that. And now we don't have that anymore. And it just sucks because, you know... <laughs> Yes. Yeah, when this happens, when when some when stuff arises, we're going to need strong men. That's yeah. There's an order to life, and that order is God in Christ, Christ in man, man over woman, woman over children. When men are weak, the family falls apart, the community falls apart, the country falls apart, and Eva understands that. That's why I go after the man, right. because you represent Christ, even if you're a weak Christ. You still represent Christ. And so Eva's working through others to destroy that man. That's why you're under attack. Because you represent good. And that's why they're trying to take the white man down, the straight, white, conservative, Christian male of power, because he's the only one right now that's holding the country together. The little bit that it is being held together. If they can get rid of him, socialism, communism, evil will purely take over. They did it to the black man. The average black man isn't worth a dime. He's a woman through and through. They did it to the Hispanic. They're doing it to them. They're doing it to the Asian. I don't, even, I don't think Asian men stand up, right? They just work. Do, do they have courage? They don't look like they have courage. I don't know many Asian. James, you know them. Do they have courage? Most Asians are liberals. See? And so we got to wake up before they get rid of the straight, white, conservative Christian man. If we don't, and this is for ladies too, it's over for our country. There's nothing to hold it together. All right, so drop the anger. It's so easy. Forgive, and you can be free. That's all. If you never read the Bible, if you forgave, you'll come back to yourself. Because you can read the Bible and go to church, but if you don't forgive, God is not your father. You can quote the scriptures, but if you don't forgive, you have no love. God is not your father. Satan is still your father. All in the name of Jesus. James, did you have one more for me? That was it, right? Uh, Oh, yeah. I did have one. No? You don't want... Well, Moxie was asking if if emotions are involved, is that judgment? Yes. 
100%. You can tell that you're a judgmental, angry person when your emotions are involved. That's how you can know. Because once you get perfect love, it's not about emotions. It's about what is right. You treat everybody the same. You speak up, you don't hate. But in that fallen state, you know you're saying this your father if you're emotional about things. All right? That's how you can know. Good question. All right, that was fun. Yeah. Did y'all have fun? Yeah. Was it helpful? Yes. Oh, okay, good. So, um, we have counseling for you. If you need counseling, we have the best counseling service on this side of heaven. We need your support, uh, your donations and, and tithe and offering. We have a lot of work to do. Uh, what else? No, they're not, right? right. Uh, uh, no women's forum this week. Not this week. So the first Thursday night for ladies only. No. No, men only. Third Thursday night for ladies only. And Sunday mornings for everybody. So thank you for tuning in, folks, and I really like hearing from you. Don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe, comment, and what else, James? Share. Share. Telegram. <laughs> tell your mom and tell your daddy. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you all for coming. I appreciate it.